Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Colby Cast, your place for community and conversation about pop culture and storytelling. On this episode, Caleb Luke and I are going to talk about episode six of She-Hulk, which was titled Just Jen. Hello, Caleb. Hello. Hello, Luke. Hi. So, welcome back also from your uh, from your hockey adventures where you weren't able to uh, jump in on our She-Hulk conversation. How did your hockey weekend go last week? Uh, better than She-Hulk episode five. <laughs> you're a funny guy. You're always, always the joker, always the joker. Uh, but seriously, how, how did it go? That was pretty good. You liked um, going up to, we, we we made sure to tell everybody what Vacaville stood for or what it's translated and it's called Cowtown. So um, anyway, Vacaville is a lovely town. It's just about 45 minutes outside of Sacramento, California. Did it rain on you up there? Okay, first of all, it's not a lovely town. It is. It is it's fine. If you like cows. Okay, well, I mean, some people do like cows. So did it rain on you though is my question. It rained uh, Saturday night and Sunday morning. Yeah, because apparently there was a typhoon or something in Japan, and something kicked it up into the jet stream, and it kicked it over to California, and it rained on us. Well, it didn't rain on us. It rained on you, because Southern California doesn't get the rain. So, But we've really gone off track quickly here already. Um, we're supposed to be talking about She-Hulk, uh, and let's do it without further ado. Uh, one of the th- things that stood out to me right off the bat is it before the episode even started, you know how they started out with the previously on and it sort of refreshes our memory about things that went on? It didn't... It, it, the first thing it started talking about was Bruce Banner talking about Jen's blood. And then they sort of reminded us that she got, you know, attacked and that they tried to take her blood. And then it got into what happened last week. So I think it's interesting that they're ref- that they were refreshing our memory about this whole thing about her blood because uh, we only have three episodes left, and I'm thinking we might start seeing something emerge out of that storyline. Uh, and something happens in this episode that definitely lends uh, some credibility to that idea. But so that that was just the previously on uh, focus on the blood. So once we get into the actual episode, we again have an A story and a B story, and. You know, to me, I'm a broken record. This show just provides me some time to laugh. I think it's fun. It's light. It's it's very enjoyable. And this episode was no uh, was no exception for that. Um, so we get into the first the the setup of the of the A storyline uh, the 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 wedding. Right, so Jen gets an invitation. It's it's blowing up with confetti everywhere, uh, and they decide that this person that's getting um, married and Jen is going to be a bridesmaid of is going to be on a Thursday. So that to me is all just quick humor, fun nods to things that actually happen. Because yes, people do put to, they put too many boxes of confetti and things and does get messy and they do have weddings on Thursdays. I'm thinking of a specific person in mind that's going to get married on a Friday sometime in 2023, but I'm not going to mention his name. You know who you are. Oh, Luke, you look like you have something to say. It rhymes with Dimbat Sefterdarian. (laughs) Yes. Breaking news. Simbat Sefterdarian is going to get uh, hitched on a Friday. So congratulations to you, Sim. Be there. Be there? Yeah, be there. Me? No, just listeners. Everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll send out the uh, the deets so that you guys, everybody can can join. Um. So 
I thought it was funny because right here off the right off the bat in this scene, I don't know about you guys, but I was I think everybody was waiting. Okay, we got the tease about Daredevil's helmet last week. We know we're coming up to the end of the series. And then right off the bat, Jen makes it very clear this is a wedding episode and it's gonna be inconvenient. And that's because weddings are inconvenient. And I thought it was hilarious. Again, it's right in your face. It's not here to please you. Yep. It's I I now that we're past the halfway point, I know it's sort of here to like piss off a lot of people. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Like you said earlier, I'm here to just enjoy the show. It does make me laugh. Don't have any issues with it. It's it wasn't a lawyer show this episode for Jen, True. but it was for pretty much everybody else. But I just I like the lightheartedness and I like that that's an aspect of superheroes that you don't really get to see other than like sort of mindless banter here and there throughout like scattered out through movies for comical relief. It, you just made me think of Doctor Strange. I know, weird, right? But I remember making the comment about Doctor Strange that I, I once once I realized that Doctor Strange knew it was a comic book movie and made no bones about being a comic book movie. I really started to enjoy it from that perspective. Doctor Strange made no bones about being a comic book movie. She-Hulk is a troll. It likes to troll people. It knows it likes to troll people. And I am here for that. And I think it's one of the funniest parts of the whole show. And that's why Luke likes it the way he likes it. Because he doesn't like trolls. (laughs) Look, either... It is absolutely genius, and it's playing like 8D chess right now. Or it's just not, it's just, it's, you know? Yeah? I, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. Uh, actually, I think, you know, off, off the microphone, Luke and I have had very interesting conversations, actually very worthwhile conversations, to the point where I stopped and looked at him and said, I wish I were recording this, because we really sort of have gotten to the point where we've we've narrowed it down that this is this just the style of television show whether it's She-Hulk or Marvel show or not really just not your style is it No and yeah, you go first I think I, it's time to tell the truth isn't it Okay Luke has an I heart She-Hulk tattoo on his back mm. that he's not willing to share so he has to sort of play devil's advocate so that truth doesn't come out but we'll tweet a picture out no we're not gonna tweet a picture of it because it's actually on his left butt cheek (laughs) you know wherever it is or wherever it would be i would have no problem showing it (laughs) if if it gets interactions on twitter i'll do it (laughs) that's scary i'm gonna take away your twitter i i just have to take away your phone to do that right because you can't get to twitter any other way except through your phone no except uh iPod, MacBook, iPad, It's a joke. It's a joke. I just tried to make a joke. I think we can get through it, like, through Best Buy, um, what are they called? Some refrigerators. They have some <laughs> smart technology nowadays. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, but, yes, would you agree, Luke, that, you know, we have just sort of gone through a few therapy sessions uh, and realized that, you know, law shows, sitcoms, this style of sitcom, just, just not your style, whether it's She-Hulk or not. If it were... You know, I I made the stupid and ridiculous um, example of if a lawyer showed up and was going to start representing Maverick from Top Gun. 
on a half an hour comedy show, you're not going to get it. You're not going to be into that either, right? No. And I have a challenge for all of you wonderful listeners. Go on Twitter and add us with a show that you think is comparable to She-Hulk, like similar to it. And I want to see if I know anything about her, if I've seen any of it, if I like it or not. Because I can't think of a show that's similar to She-Hulk, so I can't say if it's like She-Hulk that I don't like or if it's that genre because I don't I don't have any comparables, you know? But we've long established that Marvel should be catering to me and my <laughs> likes, and I don't understand why they've continued to air the show despite me not liking it. It's just unacceptable. I have a legitimate question. Why doesn't why don't they just have Taika just direct everything now? Like, come on. Because they're stupid. <laughs> okay, that came out of left field. Well, I mean, you, Taika is your boy, right? You just you should just at him and say, why aren't you directing everything? Another thing that was interesting from our conversation earlier today um, was that the the distinction that you made, how much you like Jennifer Walters, how much you like She-Hulk, the character, even though the titular name, the title of the show is She-Hulk, it's not your style. You really enjoy Nikki. Nikki is, is, a, is a highlight for you. So talk, why don't you talk quickly about those two characters, just so that everybody doesn't sit here thinking that you, you're you that much of a hater, like Titania called Jen Walters last week. Yeah, I, I like Jen Walters and She-Hulk as a character. I want to see her in another person's story. I don't want to see other people in this story because I just feel like the tone of it is just um, not my speed, I guess. What about Nikki? And Nikki, too. Nikki's funny. She's, like, a very common, funny Marvel character, right? Um, she's... Well, I just had, like, sort of an epiphany. What, what's the... Um, Natalie Portman's character, her name is... Um, the, 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 the Mighty Thor. The Jane, Mighty Thor. Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Okay, what's, <laughs> what's her friend? Oh, yeah, the one from, um, from, uh, from, from WandaVision. She was in WandaVision, right? Yeah, I can't remember her name, but... Caleb is Googling it. Mm, thanks, Google. This is what um, happens when we go on unplanned rabbit trails. Yeah. I just had an opinion. Darcy. Darcy. I didn't really like Darcy. I don't think Darcy's that funny. And I think that a lot of the characters in She-Hulk are kind of like Darcy. Oh. It's, it feels like a lot of Darcy's there. And I know a lot of people like Darcy, and I think maybe that's why people like this sort of humor. You are you just you confuse me to no end because I would think that Darcy would be your type of character. She's sarcastic. She's she's edgy. She's funny. She's smart. She's intelligent. And uh, interesting. I think that's it's just interesting. You're 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 blowing my mind. I'm just an enigma. You'll never understand me. The Riddler, Enigma. All right. So let's move on. Let's get back to our um, back to the task at hand. So. The B story in this episode is Nikki and Mallory Book, again, Angelica from Hamilton. Uh, Caleb, why are you laughing at me? (laughs) It's always laughing at me. Um, Yeah, so they are going to be representing Mr. Immortal. His name is actually Craig Hollis, and he literally says he likes to go by Mr. Immortal because it's pithier. (laughs) 
<laughs> I I thought that this storyline was hilarious, by the way. Um, so they're going to represent this immortal person who's been married a bunch of times going through his divorce. Uh, you know, Nikki jumps right on board, and the, Nikki and Mallory just start, as lawyers, he says he thought that they were supposed to be impartial, and they're like, uh, no, we're just supposed to represent you, and he does not like what's going on, so what does he do? He jumps right out of a window. <laughs> I just thought, I thought that was really funny. I don't know why it reminded me of like the um, the toys that are made of like like beanbag type of materials. Yeah. They just like they're they're supposed to look like a monkey, right? Mm-hmm. And you throw it on the ground. And now it's just a, a pile of mush. That's sort of why I expected to see him on top of the cop car. But I'm glad <laughs> that I, that they didn't show that. And then the crowd gathers around, and he's just like fixing his tie, and then goes back upstairs. I thought that was very funny. Would you like a couple of fun facts about Mister Immortal? Yes. Fun fact number one, um, there was a QR code on the car that he smashed when he jumped out of the window. I saw that one. You did? I saw that one. Okay, there's a QR code, and it will take you to a comic, a free comic, with Mr. Immortal. I think that his first appearance in Marvel Comics. And uh, at one point, Mr. Immortal was a part of the Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> Yes, the Great Lakes Avengers, which, number one, sub-fun fact number one, two-fun fact number one, um, was actually a thing. There are a Great Lakes Avengers. Was Squirrel Girl in the Great Lakes Avengers, I think? She was, and then she beat Iron Man slash Tony Stark in hand-to-hand combat and was promoted to the actual Avengers. See, that's a character I would really love to see in She-Hulk. I want to see Squirrel Girl in in She-Hulk, so... You know, um, before Disney bought Fox, they were talking about putting Squirrel Girl in Deadpool. I do remember something about that. And I maybe a separate issue, but Squirrel Girl related. There was a movement on the Twitter that fans were trying to get Anna Kendrick uh, in the Squirrel Girl role, which I think would be magnificent. I think she would do a great job at Squirrel Girl. I never want Squirrel Girl in any MCU anything because I wouldn't be able to say the name more than once correctly <laughs> ever. I, my tongue would just get so twisted. Squirrel Girl, Squirrel Girl, Squirrel Girl, Squirrel Girl. Yeah, no, it's not. No. <laughs> You're right. After one time, Squirrel Girl. Yep. And you can't say it any faster than that. Um, so, yes, Great Lakes Avengers. And there was one other fun fact. Fun fact number two about Mr. Immortal. Um... It's sort of jumping ahead in the episode, but that's okay. That's how we play. Uh, we don't play by many rules here on the Colby cast. That's how we do. Uh, <laughs> he mentions a wife that is not in the, in, the, in the case that he's being divorced from. It's the one where he says because of his previous wife, he had all this gold, and he was going to divvy up the gold amongst the wives that oh, were yeah. there. Uh I think they mentioned the name, and it was like, um, oh, man, I'm drawing a blank, and I didn't write it down. Baroness. Baroness, thank you. Baroness. She was a baroness, but in the comics, he did have a wife that was a baroness something, 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 who was a vampire. You know who else is a vampire? Buffy. Blade. Yes, Buffy. (laughs) Buffy was Blade. Blade is a vampire. So you heard it here first. Blade is going to be on... Uh, Blade is going to be on She-Hulk. It's, uh, you heard it? No, I'm just... I'm really drawing conclusions. But yes, he was married to a vampire, and she was a baroness, and they name-dropped her in this episode. So that's fun fact number two. Your fun fact reminds me of the Big Bang Theory, where um, Sheldon 
Cooper is starting his own like little YouTube channel with fun with flags. Oh, <laughs> this that's exactly what it reminds me of, and I needed to mention that. Yes, but I um, I don't have any flags around, so I can't uh, I can't do fun with flags. Uh, all right, so then so there you go. We're gonna have that's the B story representing Mr. Immortal, who was married to a vampire, apparently, and at least in the comics. So now we're going to jump back to the A story because we see that um, that that um, Jen has arrived as She-Hulk because she's, again, another, another fun fourth wall break where she's just like, of course I'm going to show up as She-Hulk. You, you know, this. So it's an interesting change, though, right, in Jen's... Um, approach of things you know before she's just i just leave me alone i'm jen i'm jen i'm jen now she's arriving to weddings you know showing off her she hulkiness so that's that's interesting i thought he couldn't have gone any different because she's gonna go see people she hasn't talked to in a long time subconsciously she wants to impress them all especially when like there's like the stereotypical you want to make sure that you prove that you're doing better than your high school friends who high school was four years why is it such a big deal in some people's minds but to her subconsciously she's like i'm gonna show off that i am better than each and every one of you yes yes it's like hiring an escort to be your date is it is it like that i mean you're like showing off and but like you know it's not like totally genuine <laughs> okay we're, just, mean, she, we're gonna go with that Hulk, though she hired she hulk to be her <laughs> date I'm confused. What? No, no, keep going. You're, you're on the, you're on the <laughs> Okay, we will keep going. So at one point, uh, Lulu, who is the bride in this wedding, um, pulls Jen to the side and apologizes. Hey, we haven't had time to catch up. And she wants to know how Jen is doing. And Jen is like, I'm doing great. Like, I've got this great career. You know, I'm doing really good. And she's like, no, 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 I don't want, need to hear about any of that. I, I, do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> that's, that's what she wants to know. And then did you, did you notice the tone that changed so quickly when she's like, no, I don't have a boyfriend. She's immediately Lulu's taking pity on, oh, it'll happen. And then conversation broken by a very important question because a group of people over to the side wants to know if Lulu is team Edward or team Jacob. And that immediately takes her off to go into that. So my question to you guys is team Edward or team Jacob go used to be team Jacob, but with everything Robert Paddington bear has done, since he became vengeance, I got to go Team Edward. You're Team Edward, okay. Where you been, Loka? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm impartial. I really am not invested enough. That's a deep cut. That is a deep cut. <laughs> but and being impartial about this is equivalent to you saying I don't care, and I don't, and I don't accept that. So give me, give me an answer. Why don't you accept that? Why is Twilight such a big Team thing to you? Emmett. Because Twilight is the bomb. What are you talking about? This is a Twilight podcast. Just, we, we should, let's do Twilight recap. Let's do a Twilight recap. Let's just do episodes of Twilight. We'll do the books first, and then we'll do the, the movies. And then we can do, I have it. We're going to do a minute-by-minute minute breakdown of each Twilight movie. You guys in? Yes or no? Yes. But Yes or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to do a Breaking Dawn Part 2 as a two-part episode. So when we break down Breaking Dawn Part 2, I want Breaking Dawn Part 2, Part 1, Breaking Down Part... <laughs> You're not even listening to me. Break, I said bad. we're going to do Breaking Bad. What? Yeah, we're... <laughs> I said we're going to do a minute-by-minute minute breakdown of each 
what is it, what is it called again? The Twilight movies. <laughs> We're gonna Twilight minute by minute the Twilight saga. Everybody is very confused right now because they, it seems like we're making fun of the Twilight movies, but I have seen every single one of them, and I even saw some of them in the theaters. I, I remember you crying, too. I didn't cry. I didn't cry. <laughs> I didn't cry. <laughs> uh, all right, so then Jen goes outside because she's had it. She's had enough. And this is where we actually meet Joshua. Because now Jen has gone outside for a breath of fresh air, and Joshua, Josh, uh, later in the in the episode when drunk Jen says his name, she says something like Joshuino or something. Um, she she now comes across this uh, this gentleman, so they have a nice, charming little discussion outside. Then we jump back to our B story, uh, which has Mister uh, <laughs> Mister Immortal. And they have they're in this big conference room, and all of his ex wives or his wives are standing are, are sitting in this in at this t- big table, and each one of them is calling him a different name. <laughs> so, so we find out that not only is is he still married to all these people, and he's been faking his death to try to get out of these marriages, but he's also got all these false identities. So, uh, Mallory and Nikki basically turn him around and say, "Look, um, we're going to get you the best deal we can." But you probably should be going to jail. Uh, and they start to reach a settlement or try to reach a settlement uh, through this. But one of the things that we pulled out of this scene was the word intelligentsia. They mention intelligentsia, which is a website uh, <laughs> for, quote, hateful man babies, which is now my favorite favorite phrase in everything hateful man babies um and they do come back to that so we're gonna put a pin in intelligentsia i'm putting a pin in it right now you see that you see that guys in intelligentsia is pinned we will come back now we go back to the wedding um everybody is treating jen like like a servant right what's her face comes out lulu comes out and says you know they need you inside because people are quitting because i'm treating them poorly she's just basically bridezilla right and then um and then in this scene jen comes walking up to a group of other bridesmaids and they hand her a bunch of shirts and said oh you're on ironing duty right go iron these because these the groomsmen got them wrinkled by playing mario kart (laughs) anyway I have a question about this scene because I was really confused. This is an honest question. Lulu comes walking out with a dog in her arms and he's in a little tuxedo. Is she marrying the dog or is that dog just walking her down the aisle? Anybody? Wasn't wasn't that just um, the paired up groomsman for Jen? Is that the no, I thought Joshua was the guy he she was gonna walk. I'm very I was confused. Luke, do you know? Pretty sure she, she says, Jen, this is the groomsman you're paired with, or something like that. So that's the dog that, that's the, that's the person, that's the, what, not the person, that's the, that's who Jen is going to be walking down the aisle with, is the dog. Okay, I was really confused because for a second I thought she was marrying the dog. <laughs> I, and, then, and hey, nothing wrong with marrying a dog. It's 2022, it's 2022, so fine, but... I was really confused, but what I wasn't confused about was one of the other people off screen says, be careful because he leaks. <laughs> you came into my room and said, she's marrying a dog. How is that not funny to you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
because I did. I did. But it is funny, right? But she's not marrying the dog. So I guess I guess I was mistaken. I enjoyed this episode, but I enjoyed it so much more knowing that you watched it thinking that Lulu was going to marry a dog. <laughs> I, I didn't know what was happening. I was very confused. They didn't make it very clear. So <laughs> that's the editor's fault. But I do think it's very funny that they said he leaks a little. <laughs> Poor dog. Yeah, you could tell that dog has has been around for more than a couple years. He's uh he's up there. His tongue was even hanging out of his mouth up the right side, which I thought was very funny. I feel like you're attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> Human animal marriage is not specifically mentioned in national law, meaning technically there is nothing to stop you from entering a state or of holy matrimony with your dog, cat, or hamster. Fun fact number three. Another fun fact, there's a, a golden retriever mayor, and I want to say it's either Wisconsin or Minnesota, but I, it's a very peaceful and well-governed town. It's Minnesota, and he won his re-election. Well, the, the people of Minnesota are very smart because golden retrievers are, are I'm obviously, great leaders. I'm not a fan of dogs with, like, clothes on, but the dog walks around with a collar, like, like a, a, a dress shirt collar and a tie out of the back of the van as it's, like, parading down in actual, like, that town's parades. And people will follow the dog just to get pictures with it. It's hilarious. See, this, this right here is what people have come to expect. <laughs> the high-quality information that people have come to expect from the Colby cast. So I thank you very much for this wonderful um, informational session. So when... You were in high school, and they made you, like, say something interesting about yourself or something where you just, like, I don't like dogs with clothes. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just, I can't stand dogs with clothes. And then that one chick who, like, always dressed up her dog in clothes got really offended and started, like, throwing pens at you and stuff. I thought most of my years in high school, you were in middle school, but I guess you saw all of my, my, what are they called? Icebreakers. You did. You guys did go to school, to the same school for two years, so he probably was creeping and, and, uh, and saw... Um, that happen in real, in IRL. That means in real life, right? In real life. The, the Twitter in IRL. The Twitter in IRL. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so we go back to the B story, and they don't want that settlement. The wives have nothing to do, uh, want nothing to do with his money. He's, you know, we, we talked about him being married to the vampire. They left him a lot of gold. Uh, they don't want anything to do that, so they're going to have to find out an, a new solution. Um, switch back. I'm getting whiplash in this episode because we're just going back and forth, back and forth. We're going back to the wedding. Of course, Jen has to pay for her drinks because, of course, this this wedding is not going to have an open bar. But we do get another another episode with Drunk Jen. Drunk Jen is hilarious. She is so funny. And Tatiana Maslany is killing this role like she's literally she's doing a great job as jen walters she's i think she's just i think she's a brilliant actress she's so funny so she's uh drunk she's drunk again and um can i can i can i say that that i think this is the scene or maybe it's later i can't remember exactly where no it is later i'm gonna save that hold on hold hold on to that thought so jen is drunk again She's, she's at the wedding. We go back to the B story 
Nikki uh, it, it just sort of hits a home run because she's the one that comes up with all the different solutions for Mr. Immortal. And one of the things that he has to do to appease his ex-wife, one of his ex-wives, is to give her a genuine apology with 15 seconds of a genuine eye contact. And then he says something pithy, and then Nikki changes it to 20. And his response is, 20 seconds of eye contact is interminable. (laughs) He's an immortal. Like, time means nothing to him, and he can't have eye contact for 20 seconds. Great. It's intense. 20 seconds of eye contact is a significant amount. It is. Uh, We cannot do a demonstration, though, because I don't think people would quite understand the, the the, the point of 20 seconds of silence on a podcast, though. But you're right. Use your imagination. Yes. 20 seconds could be a long time. So we go back, and Jen is drunk still. And you know what's sort of weird? She calls Bruce. Did you guys notice that she was leaving a voicemail for Bruce Banner? Any thoughts on that? Um, yeah. Give me some more Brucey. But he's on planet. He's off of planet. He's off planet. So I just thought it was interesting. So maybe she's just missing a fellow Hulk. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much into it. But um, So Jen and Josh talk again. And I have a question for you guys. Serious question. Serious question. Do we trust Josh or do we not trust Josh? So I'm a skeptic. And I don't trust him just because of what they showed in the recap before where they're showing the attack. And she's like, oh, I don't have to be scared of walking in a dark alley anymore. I'm, right. I'm She-Hulk. Right. And then they end the episode with they right? But <clears throat> I also don't trust Mallory Book yet. Oh. Well, I'm going to pull the pin out of the intelligentsia for a second. Sure. Not jump far too far on it. But you can see that she's reluctant to log in and do all this different stuff for quote-unquote Jen's sake. But... Isn't Mallory Book already sort of like a, a, not necessarily a rival, but definitely a competitor to Jen Walters um, academically? Not academically, professionally. but professionally. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, she is. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel spun it. Now she's going to be sort of like a villain type, maybe. But I'm just a skeptic, and that's long established. But I don't trust either of them until they prove otherwise. Well, I just barely gained your trust on like just just a couple weeks ago, so I'm not surprised to hear you say that. But I had not thought about that with Mallory, but that would be an interesting uh, turn of events. Um, w- 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 I hope not because Angelica Schuyler is not an, uh, is not a villain; she's an excellent singer. Um, so, uh, Luke, do you trust Josh? Yes, I trust Josh. So you think Josh is who he is, or he's presenting himself to be just a um, charming individual at a wedding talking to Jen Walters and not some nefarious, scary person? Yeah, because why not? I, I don't know. There's no like higher thought process to it. You haven't put much thought into it? Well, neither have I, but just, I just realized on my second rewatch of the episode... I don't know if I don't know if we should trust him. So we'll see. Uh, maybe we do the um, maybe we do the the Caleb route and not trust anybody. Uh, there was one quote from Jen, and this is where they're sitting and they're talking at the table, and she was saying to Josh, "You know, I'm doing really good," and she's drunk, right? So she's just sort of rambling. And at one point, she says she's lawyering the law. <laughs> it's good writing. Classic. Classic Jen. So at that point, then she has to vomit. She has to run outside. She has to vomit. My whole problem with it is, you know, you're getting drunk. I know she says she 
forgets how to be drunk or be She-Hulk. But the whole thing was all the buzz, none of the barf. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, I kept thinking every time I see drunk Jen, I just think turn into She-Hulk and you're good. Right. So just I don't know if she would then be drunk again when she turns back to Jen. I'm not sure how the metabolism does that. But I'm, I mean, I'm saying just turn into She-Hulk. But she doesn't. She goes outside. She pukes. She gets sucker punched by Titania. So now we get the fight that's not in a courtroom. But we actually get the fight between She-Hulk and Titania. And I thought it was hilarious. Titania is literally pacing back and forth whining because Jen doesn't want to turn into She-Hulk. She wants a big fight. Jen wants nothing to do with it. And she, I think she fakes not knowing how to turn into She-Hulk, right? She says at one point, I forgot how to do it. I think it's just to get to get to Titania because she sort of has a smirk on her face, right, when Titania is walking in front of her. So then she turns to She-Hulk. They have their big fight. And in classic She-Hulk fashion... Titania takes herself out by slipping on some ice and busting up her teeth. So they have their big fight. Um, and that's pretty much it for the wedding. Titania grabs a cake and leaves. And we go back to Nikki and Mallory, who are now looking at that Intelligentsia um, website. So... You know, it looks like any any other website like you can post, you know, messages and memes and stuff on. But then they get into the really gross stuff, which is like death threats, hate talk about uh, Jen and, and She-Hulk. Oh, but there was a one one point that I missed that I missed that I want to go back to because it relates to something that we talked about last week. And Marvel must have listened to us because... Jen brings up that she wants to show off her She-Hulk hair. So Marvel obviously listened to us because I thought her hair looked better in this episode. What did you think about Hair Expert? I just thought it was really funny that they brought up hair after I brought up hair. Uh, I guess they really are listening to all of us all the time. So um, give me a job. That, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Sort of left it on the on our podcast episode last week. I didn't really pay attention to it too much because I just wanted to enjoy the show as a show. Um, but I, I, if I'm not noticing it, maybe it was better. Well, I after she brought it up, after she brought up her own hair, I started looking, and I do think it looked better in this episode. It moved, whereas before I don't think it moved as much. So I think that um, Marvel does listen. So you're welcome. You're welcome, Marvel. We're just trying to we're just trying to make the world a better place. Um, back to Intelligentsia, though. So the last thing we really see is now we see sort of like this this uh, display on a computer. And it's actually monitoring vital signs. It's got like blood type and it's got a video feed of Jen and Josh talking in, in at the wedding. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit, that was unnerving, right? Like how, how can they see her? What is this? This isn't just a website, obviously. This is a, an organization, a group. So... We're going to continue on with our fun facts, and this is fun fact number four. Intelligentsia was actually a group in the comics of supervillains, and they were responsible for creating the Red Hulk, which was a, a Hulk that that group wanted to try to control, right? So not just like some agent of chaos, but something that they could control and cause destruction with. One of the leaders of the Intelligentsia 
in uh, in the comics uh, was the character called the Leader, which is confirmed to be a villain in the upcoming Captain America uh, uh, Captain America movie, New World Order. So they, it looks like they might be introducing a new group, a new uh, a new uh, evil group. We obviously it seems like the people that attacked Jen most likely um, worked for this group because they show a new needle uh, and they put this new needle on the syringe. They put it in this case. And what's an interesting thing is could that needle be made of a different kind of metal that could penetrate her skin? And it's actually a callback to one of the dates that she went on with that creepy dude. Um, his name was Todd and he started, they started talking about vibranium and he actually wanted to know, oh, could vibranium pierce your skin? So are they making a needle of vibranium? Is Todd connected to this somehow? Is Josh connected somehow? Now you're making me think, is Mallory connected? We don't know. These are all questions. Um, but the point is, I think, I think this is now the, the, the plot line, right? If they're going to have a plot line, which I don't care if they do because I enjoy the show for what it is. But if they're going to have a plot line, is it going to be this plot line with this intelligentsia and the vibranium needle and these different people that we've seen appear um, that uh, that seemed like they had nothing to do with anything, but maybe they do have something to do with it. So that's pretty. That's a pretty dark uh, way to go, right? I think if they're if they have an entire organization that's just out to get Jen Walter's blood. Would they be able to get it if she were drunk and didn't change into She-Hulk quickly, right? Is Josh there to try to put her in a situation where he could get her blood? You know, anyway, these are all questions that I didn't think I was going to have at the end of an episode of She-Hulk because it's just been fun and and laughter. But this this is getting – this has a potential to be pretty serious. So um, final thoughts. What do you guys think about what I just said, intelligentsia, the whole thing? Uh, We can go ahead and wrap it up on, on that. I think it's been a very fun and lighthearted um, season so far. I wouldn't be disappointed if they did. So not necessarily rush that plot line, but definitely at least sprinkled it in there. Because who who's to say there isn't a lot of people who are after Jen? Mm-hmm. Just because they haven't been in an abundance right now doesn't mean that they're not out there. And obviously there's a, a, a sort of a group in intelligentsia, we don't know the magnitude, but in some of the posts that they when they were scrolling through like the website, it had a couple hundred likes and comments and whatever yeah. it was. So it's either gaining traction or already has traction. And um, I w- it's it's an action Marvel doesn't do just sort of comedy, right? It's an action packed superhero stuff. Yeah. So eventually they're going to get around to it. And I wouldn't be disappointed if it was all. Um, Along the lines of what you're saying, so I, I'm I'm hoping they'll they'll bring it up in that, the last three episodes. So a half hour lawyer show that's a comedy could actually be uh, painting. Uh, bless you, uh, could be uh, paving the road uh, for something that's going to go on further. Yeah. Um, all right. So I have I have a question for for you guys. If you could see any MCU character being represented by She-Hulk, what MCU character would you want to be what would you want to see? And I have my answer while you guys are thinking. I would like to see her represent Bucky Barnes. <laughs> Just because I think that Bucky would be sitting in the courtroom and not wanting to be there 
in, in any way, shape, or form. And I would just love to see his moodiness sitting next to uh, She-Hulk and her her perkiness. All right, you guys, you have uh, your answer? Does this include people who are still alive or ever? Oh, in the MCU? Let's just go with if they're still alive. Dang. Uh, Howard the Duck. <laughs> um, I, I want to say Drax. I don't know. Oh my god. I feel like Drax would like her having to deal with Drax would be just so funny because she would like try to goof around with him and he would just not understand any of it and then it would become exceedingly frustrating. Yeah, because he takes everything literally, right? Okay. Next question is who would you of who would you want to see um or what Disney princess would you want to see represented by She Hulk? My answer is Snow White. <laughs> because she's so high maintenance and dependent on people around her that I think that she would be, she would just want, first of all, the courtroom would be full of squirrels and, and birds because she would just start singing to them and they would come rushing through the windows and Jen would be like, what have I gotten myself into? All right, what about you guys? Disney princess. Leo Argano. <laughs> Fiona. Fiona is not a Disney princess. Ooh. That you're going outside of the parameters of the question. I have more questions. So you just answered a question I haven't answered yet. So the question is, what fictional character would you like to see represented by She-Hulk? So your answer is Fiona to that question. What Doesn't Disney own DreamWorks? No, they don't. Oh, dang it. I thought that was it. Because I thought it would be funny with both green people, but yes. it doesn't happen. Well, Titania did call her Shrek in the last episode. Oh, she did. Yeah, that's true. Um, Disney Princess. Disney princess. Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> Why? Just, she's, what, what is it called? Narcoleptic? she just fall asleep out of nowhere. I think it'd be pretty funny. She's in the middle of being debriefed by her attorney or vice versa. She's not narcoleptic. She was drugged. I know, but isn't there, there's, a, there's some animated something where she just like falls asleep out of nowhere. It's Shrek. It's oh, Shrek. It is. <laughs> it's Shrek. Okay, so you already answered my next question with Fiona. Uh, Luke, of all fictional characters, which one would you want to see represented by She-Hulk? My question, my answer to this is Darth Maul. <laughs> Just because I think Darth Maul <laughs> would be interesting to see in any in anything. Archer from Archer. I don't know anything about Archer, so you have to explain to me why. Because he's super egotistical and self-centered and narcissistic and all the synonyms with that word. Mm-hmm. Um and he's just super difficult, and everybody hates him. And I think it would be funny banter. Caleb already said Fiona, uh, Fiona from Shrek. Did you do you want to change your answer? No, I still think that would be very funny. I do too. I think it would be good. Um, so Archer, okay, uh, okay. Last question. Now we go into the real world. Anyone alive or dead, who would you want to see represented by She-Hulk? My answer is Angelica Schuyler. <laughs> O.J. Simpson. Dang. This killer's still out there somewhere. Um, putting me on the spot. I don't, I don't know. One of the scariest parts about living in L.A. is walking down the street knowing that somewhere O.J.'s killer's still out there. I mean, O.J.'s OJ still alive. O.J. didn't get Why? Whatever. <laughs> Why? Whatever. <laughs> That's a good try, though. Good try. Caleb, are you still tick-talking about, uh, about your, your real person, dead or alive? Tick-talking. Yeah, the, your brain, I can hear it. it's going tick-tock, tick-tock. 
TikTok. I think that would be pretty good. But uh, I thought you meant like the app. I was like, I don't, I don't do that thing. Um, that person? That person. That's a good. <laughs> well, I will just go ahead and wax poetic about why I think uh, it would be good for her to represent Angelica Schuyler. Because somehow there would be a scene with Mallory Book and Angelica Schuyler in the same scene. And I think that that would be perfect because they're the same person. So who's your answer? Kanye West. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a good, it's a good, um, that's, that's a good answer. Why? I just think the dynamic would be very funny. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for indulging my, uh, my silly questions. Um, and thank you also for, uh, for coming on and, and talking about some She-Hulk three episodes left. We've got some, some uh some stuff to work out we know daredevil's still out there somewhere uh so that'll be interesting to see how he's incorporated into the last three episodes looking forward to it and um i always love being silly and getting silly with you guys and really i find myself feeling more silly on episodes we talk about she hulk because i don't know the it's just it's a silly show that brings out the silly side in me and I enjoy and I enjoy having something to watch week after week that does that. And I love the conversation that we have about it too. So thank you guys for, uh, for doing it. And also thank you to all of you who are listening for putting up with our, uh, our, our silliness. We appreciate all of your feedback and your support. Let us know what you thought about episode, uh, episode six of She-Hulk on uh, Twitter, where we have a brand new seasonally themed logo for all of you uh, to enjoy. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. And also, as always, thank you for listening to this episode of The Colby Cast. You can find The Colby Cast on Twitter and Instagram at The Colby Cast. If you're wordy, like me, you can send an email to thecolbycast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to the show and leave a review on your favorite podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is not endorsed by anyone or anything for that matter. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Colby cast, unless otherwise indicated. That'll do, donkey. That'll do.